Until now, there has been no home for the awake, spiritually aware, truther, and fringe community to come together. The internet is a big place, and the material world judgmental and false. Wide Awake Media is building the Awake a home for free expression and interpersonal networking. With the recent beta launch of Awake Dating growing at over 100 users a day during its first month alone, we are rolling out our other platforms to cater for the Awake market. Get ready for Awake Social, a totally unique site with groundbreaking functionality and a holistic purpose. Think Facebook for the alternate community. Yeah, I got to be honest yeah. with you. A lot of things that have happened between a lot of things that have happened between me and Jared since we've met have been kind of spooky in a synchronicity sense. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Grime America show. We are going to be chatting with the boys from Wham a little bit later. Wide Awake Media. Uh, which you'll find out about later. And we got our buddy Bill Loeb, uh, who most of you probably remember from last summer. He's going to join us for the intro here and bring us up to speed on what's going down down in the uh, sunny Georgia. But first, hey. as always, Graham, I like my crispy wontons for breakfast. Dunlop, how's it going, buddy? Hey, good. Good. Happy to be here. Yeah, you still going okay after... 8, 8 a.m. crispy wontons. Yeah, you bet. I find that would slow you down. It was my cheat day a little bit. So, Is it so uh, if you eat a crisp, a pack of crispy wontons at eight thirty in the morning, at what time do you start to feel like shit? Right afterwards. Right immediately <laughs> after. <laughs> right after. Tastes so good when it yeah. hits your lips. That's so. the problem about starting to eat better is when you when you eat bad, you really feel it. You know what my big thing is is because I've been on the smoothies for a couple months now. And I can do it my own at home. They're delicious. Or I go to Booster Juice or Jugo Juice. Either are great. But everyone's like fucking three weeks ago, I was just in a rush and I couldn't get there. And my rule is no coffee until I've had my smoothie. Okay. So it's like I break that now because I'll go to the shop in the morning and I'll have one of those shitty Keurig coffees, but then no Tim's. I can't hit a Tim's unless I've had a Booster Juice or okay. eat. No lunch until I've had a very smoothie. Okay. So I got the smoothie from Tim's. Ugh. Disgusting? It is so disgusting. I used to love them. It's so... That's what I'm saying. Like, it just tasted eating... like fucking sh- syrup. Yeah. It was fucking gross. I had to throw it away. Yeah. So, yeah. There you have it. There you have it. How you been, Bill? I'm good. The Tim Hortons smoothie is gross. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Tim Hortons is like our... Staple over here. Sure, I've been to a Tim Hortons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I we think we made you walk. Uh, didn't you have we, to walk there? <laughs> yeah. So we should I just explain imagine, that. I can't imagine the smoothies are disgusting there. They're well, not made with fresh, fresh fruit. No. Not everything in Canada is, you know, fresh lollipops and rainbows. So we know Bill from, uh, Bill came out to see us last, just to give everybody a little background, uh, with Randall Carlson and the gang last summer. We were just talking about how it's already been a year. And, 10 months. Uh, we, we met over, on, 10 on months. The, we met on the interwebs and then we, uh, we finally met him in person and we keep in touch a little bit and we wanted to have him on to a little update and chat about things and yeah, it's good to talk to you again. Yeah. He's always got his ear yeah, to the ground. Yeah, good to talk to you guys live again. 
So how's Atlanta? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, oh, Atlanta's good. It's hot, naturally. Trump was just in um, town. But Oh, yes, he was. I'm afraid I missed. You I didn't missed, go uh, see? I missed, I missed the rally. That's uh, probably for the best anyway. You probably got beat up. Yes, it can get... Uh, uh, people misunderstand the American South, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, here in, here in Atlanta, we are a little bit spoiled. I suppose it's a little bit more cosmopolitan than most people think, or at least comparatively to... I think of it as the... I, can, I think of it as the Vegas of the South. Is that the accurate? Vegas of the South? Yeah. Uh, well, you can't gamble here legally uh, that, I'm, that I'm aware of. Isn't there all yeah. sorts of casinos in Atlantic City? No, Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> no, Atlanta. <laughs> no, it's like uh, it's like Calgary, which is like uh, Culver City. That's hilarious. Uh, no, yeah. Well, where am I thinking? You can't... <laughs> no, no, Atlanta. Darren thinking of the one. No, no. Darren thinks he thinks of the, thinks it's the one right across from Philadelphia or whatever. There, Atlantic Atlantic City, right? Is oh, that that's not Atlanta. That's no, two different no, places. No. Different <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, that makes me feel good. Apparently, Canadians, according to my European relatives, are just as poorly educated on geography as we Americans. Some so, of us Canadians Atlanta, are. It, 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 <laughs> Atlanta is the, uh, the the capital of Georgia in, in the southeast, not too far from Florida. It's well, yeah, I knew that. Here. I just yeah, assumed that yeah. there was full of casinos. Yeah, and no, hookers. that's Atlantic City. That's right uh, down, yeah, right yeah, down yeah, from no. Philadelphia okay. on the coast. Yeah. Well, it's good to clear that up. <laughs> I bet you I can almost. Na- I bet you I can name more states than most Americans. His image You're has changed right. of, of you too, Bill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you don't seem like such a dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I should okay. I'm gonna try and do the states. Yeah, who's gonna count? No, don't. No, don't do that. No, really. I think I want to. Well, I, I know I can't get fifty, but I'll take a crack at it. All right. If, Bi- if, if Bill has the time, Alaska, Arkansas, Alabama. Holy shit! All right, keep going. That's really good. Um. It's going to end real quick here. Connecticut. Yeah. Oregon. <laughs> California. <laughs> Rhode Island. North Dakota, South Dakota, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, Nevada, um, New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, Iowa. Uh, I have lost count. Montana, Washington, New York. Minnesota. Um, did I say Alabama? Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, I think you did. Um, Darren, that's actually really impressive. What else do we got? We got Georgia. We've yeah. got Kentucky. Maine, Kentucky. Oklahoma. Fuck off, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I can do. <laughs> that's pretty good, though. Yeah, it's probably like 25. I could probably... I did, I, I'm sorry, I, w- I was not counting. If I studied, I could probably impressive. do better. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. That's not the point. No, that's not the point. So let's see how Bill does on the provinces. Oh, okay, I don't remember. I do not remember the uh, Dwight Schrute song. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. 
Um, okay. Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland and Labrador. He's going by the song. Uh, Quebec, Ontario, Manitoba. Uh, if I say it right, Saskatchewan. How do, how do you say it? That's perfect. Yeah. Better than no, it's, Saskatchewan. It's Sasquatch, Akon. <laughs> yeah. Saskatchewan, Alberta, British Columbia, Northwest, Northwest Territories. Yukon and some other ones. Yeah, no, that's good. That's, that's pretty much it. Is none, that good? No, yeah. What I missed? What I missed? No, I think you got all of them. None of it. None of it is one. Is that Isn't all it? of them? That's all. Oh, of them, none of it. None of it is the Yukon now, or did yeah, that get new, split up? I think it got split up. But yeah, that's good. You might have missed Nova Scotia. Yeah. Nova Scotia. Yeah, Nova Scotia. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. New Brunswick. I don't know if you got no, New Brunswick. Speaking of which, I got an email. Uh, I got an email in my in my normal email inbox today, mm-hmm. in my Gmail inbox, about uh, the Inuit elders. The anonymous had supposedly released a, uh, um, an e- it was just an email of like a, a couple a video that was a, a few years old. Have you guys you know seen some of the Man. Inuit elders or some some of the uh, the Arctic guys talking about the shifting of the sun or the position of the Earth or the axis? And but I saw it today under the, the auspices of um anonymous releasing it oh. and i thought that was kind of strange because it's like two or three year old video we've kind of seen some of the um climate changes due to the you know uh, uh shifting of the earth's position in our respective cosmos lots of those conspiracy bent videos yeah. on youtube and i saw one today that came specifically to my inbox supposedly from anonymous and I did watch it, but it was uh, from, I don't know, two, two three years ago, huh. something I'd seen before. So uh, there, was a, there was a blast campaign on mm. northern, yeah, northern Arctic. No, no uh, fucking tribes, no, yeah. No night up there right now, man. I was thinking about Omar's fast. I wonder what fucking Muslims do and fucking... Well, they don't, that's a problem, right, is... We we know this guy who's fasting right now from uh, sun up to sundown, and it, there's it's, oh sure, and and here right now it's it gets dark at it's a, like nineteen hours a day of daylight. Yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah, right. So up well, north it'll be even worse. Yeah. 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 So if you're if yeah. you're up in like fucking Yellowknife right now, you're not seeing a lot of dark. Or up in Alaska, maybe you're not eating till like one in the morning. Yeah, so is there like just a gorge fest? I, yeah, I don't people know. People who are participating, they, they, yeah. they put on some kind of feast in those dark hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got it all ready to yeah. go. They're watching. Yeah. As soon as yeah, that you, fucker you, you disappears your, yeah. behind the mountains, look yeah. out. Yeah you, yeah, you get up, you do your day, you have your water or whatever, and then all of a sudden come. No, he, he come can't even have water. 19, yeah. Oh, not, not even water. Yeah, not right. even water. It's crazy. So sunrise this morning was five twenty a.m. and sunset is nine fifty one p.m. Yeah. So it's actually there's, oh, it's yeah. actually only sixteen hours, sixteen and a half hours. But that sun, like, if you want to talk like light, I got up for a piss yeah. the other day morning at three thirty and it was bright out. Yeah. By four o'clock, it's bright oh. enough out that you can see. Mm-hmm. Four a.m. to eleven p.m. Good Christ. You guys got to get more equatorial. 
Well, no, it's it's kind of nice because in the winter when it's cold, that you fucking hibernate and it's dark at four o'clock. But in the summer when it's nice and you can do stuff, like nice. I can go golfing after work. I can go golfing at six o'clock and finish at ten o'clock, and it's still bright out. I can play baseball at nine o'clock at night. Go to the know? mountains for a hike at night after work. Yeah. Yeah, but what do you do in the wintertime? Who gives a fuck? It's minus 30. I stay in my house <laughs> and watch right, Netflix. Exactly. You go inside. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm going... Uh, I podcast. Well, I live in Atlanta. I, I, yeah, yeah. I complain I complain about it here. I'm thinking about pushing more towards uh, the equator myself. Are you kidding me? Much, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you should have them up north. Yeah, the winter here is more than I can. No, no way. Well, actually, I think about it because you guys have things to do. I don't know. You... you Ski, play hockey or fish. Yeah, you fish. Uh, ice fishing. There's no ice fishing in Atlanta. Like mostly, we just kind of we lay low for three or four months when the weather's shitty. Well, the city we is like what? Well, how is the weather March. shitty? Uh yeah, it's like yeah, uh, you know those like crappy days in your early fall and spring where it's gray and just kind of rainy. Yeah, and in the fifties and forties, that's like that's our winter. So oh, that's like so we might catch we yeah we might we might catch a day or two of snow here. So it's like ten that's degrees it. Celsius, eight yeah, degrees Celsius. Yeah. I'd kill for that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes oh, no, like sound, we've it, had it. It gets down to zero. It gets down to zero. Oh no! I mean, it'll it'll zero Celsius. What do you do yeah, then? It'll freeze here. Holy! Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, shit shuts down. <laughs> do you have a furnace? A furnace? Yeah. Like I put like. In your house? Do you, no, do you have like a furnace? Like, do you have yeah, yeah, heat it, in your house? Yes. Because I know yeah, like some heat, people yes, in California, they have like no fucking heat in their house. No, no, no. No, we have heat. If shit it ever, like cold, if it ever gets I mean, cold in California, people are fucked. Yeah. Well, anyway. California gets pretty cold. Yeah, but I mean like I, I've heard it on Rogan how I talk about heat. That's where I heard it before. He's like, if it ever gets fucking cold here, look out. He's like, I don't even have a furnace in my house. Why would you bother? Now, you, I guess. You guys, well, now you guys have it made. You're set up. Everybody's got infrastructure, and when shit goes down, you're going to be okay. So you, you got a wood supply. <laughs> Everything will be all right. You know how to hunker down, enjoy yourselves in these beautiful, warm, weak states like where I live. <laughs> uh, the yeah, fuck out. freak out because yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no uh, no preparation, no groundwork done. We've had a couple of good winters here, but. Uh... Like two years ago, it was down to like minus what's fucking. Good, no, there's not. There's, well, last the last couple of years, it's been like you know, down to maybe minus ten or fifteen. Minus twenty is cold. Is a cold day. Like it's not going down to minus twenty too much, really. Which is probably around minus, or that's probably around. I don't know. Around minus twenty for us is probably around minus ten for you. But then I mean, I fuck. I, I, a couple years. Relate. A couple of years before that, we were talking minus 45, minus 50. Minus 40 for sure. With the wind, it's like okay. minus 55. Well, minus 40, they pair up. So minus 40 here cool. is the same as minus 40 there. Yeah, I get into... Uh, I'm interested in people's migrations uh, for the past 10,000 years. Uh, I really wonder why people settled. Uh, and didn't move. That's what I've been saying. Places like Calgary. That's what I've been saying. Why isn't everybody on the equator? Yeah, why are we just because you don't know any better, man? No, you, different people know. Well, no way. Yeah, we can all we can we can all do it. it. We can get used to anything. We can get used to anything. 
But uh, I mean, I complain about I complain about the winter in Atlanta. I realize how how weak, how soft I am. But well, still, you don't know how easy. fucking good it feels when spring comes, though, man. Like you never get that. You'll never know how it feels when fucking all the snow oh, melts. When, when you've been fucking snowed in for fucking good. five months and the fucking <laughs> snow is all melted and the grass <laughs> yeah. is green. You enjoy your fucking yeah, summer, right. and you're glad the days are 20 hours long. Oh, I bet. It's like being choked. And, and in the winters when you make babies. Air, you're like, this is the best <laughs> breath of air I've ever had. The winters for baby making. Speaking of bre- breaths of air, are you, um, how's everything going with your health and stuff? If not to get too personal, but. Oh, no. Um, actually, it's going pretty good. I have been doing my Wim Hof method. Have you? I still keep up with it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard from I heard about it from the podcast realm, yeah. And I keep up with it, and it's actually been pretty good. I've I've never been really good at um, finding a uh, consistent meditative practice. Yeah, yeah, consistent meditative practice. Like so many people, it's not easy to find something that you can stick with. It anything's easy for a week or two, but something that sticks. I've been doing this for about actually a year, almost a year. I've wow. been doing it all. Uh, I'd say on not not quite daily, but say on average four or five days a week for the past year, which is better than any other you know meditative practice or specific you know mindful practice that I've done ever in my life. Right so, on, yeah, I've, buddy. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really just it, it, after a while, it just kind of became routine, and I think because it was um, uh, I don't want to say disciplined, but it. it it wasn't relying on the typical, you know, breathe in, breathe out, sit still, uh, kind of, uh, um, just mind. It wasn't a typical mindfulness of the breath type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've done and try, I mean, I, I dabble in all kinds of things and try it and sometimes it works and sometimes you have a good experience, but to find something that sticks that you actually get up in the morning and do in the midst of our, you know, typically hectic lives. Yeah. Um, this is the first. This is really the first thing I've done in my life that has actually stuck. Um, but it really is not. Um, uh, it's it's not a typical meditative experience. No. You know, the, the no. sitting still, cross-legged, maybe in full or half lotus, calming and quieting of the mind. You. It really is more of a. You know, you're breathing <laughs> in and out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very rapid fire. You're breathing in and out as fast as you can, not as fast as you can, but deeply, as deeply as you can, um, for uh, about 40 breaths, and then holding Jeez. your breath for as long as you can. So I, I, I have a yeah. I was going to ask you to explain it to people. Well, that should help with the winter. It, <laughs> there you go, Darren. Well, actually, I think so. Yeah. Uh, the the. Uh, the, the cold part of it is something that I have had a difficult time doing, like most people do in warmer climates. Um, I don't have an ice pool to jump in to. It, it takes a little bit of work to go and buy some ice and put it in a bathtub or, uh, you know, can you just Can when, you just use you know, your uh, cold shower or do the cold shower thing? Yeah, well, well, no, well, actually, that's even what I do now, but the cold shower here is not, I mean, I can turn it all the way on cold, and even the groundwater uh, in the southeast states is not. <laughs> it's a lukewarm you know, shower. It's like a lukewarm, yellowish. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we have red clay down here. Yeah. It comes out. Yeah. So just, 
Our water comes out fucking cold, man. Like, I wash my face every morning in my fucking sink, and it's fucking cold, especially in the winter. It's like, bam. Yeah. You're up. Oh, I bet. Yeah, no, and it hurts. It hurts. It's so cold. Like, here... Here, here in the winter time, my is like probably your summer water. So it's you know even even now like it's cold. It's a, it, it it might qualify as a cold shower. Well, here we're we're different too cold. because yeah. we're not running off. We're running off of water that's fucking coming out of the mountains. Right. So it's always yeah. like even in the summer. Right now, you turn the tap on and let it run for five minutes. It's or not even five minutes. Let it run for a minute. And it's cold, cold, yeah. like cold, wicked cold. Yeah. Now here is, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're sucking it up from the bottom, from the swamp, <laughs> from from yeah, from lower elevation. Can you light your water on fire? Oh, no, yeah. that's up north. North. That's like what, no, a thousand no. miles north of you. That's only where they frack, Darren. <laughs> yeah, that's way. Oh, yeah, the, the, that specifically. But I'm sure if we dug deep uh, within a few <laughs> miles, we might be able to find some flaming water. So can you explain to people about this Wim Hof breathing method then? A little bit for people that haven't oh, sure. heard about it? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, it, uh, I mean, you've seen it all over the place, um, but it's actually worked for me. <laughs> um, uh, he sells a course online. Um, there are you know YouTube videos you, you can watch and get a really solid idea or practice from. It's really just deep breathing um, the guy that developed it, um, I have no association with him whatsoever. This is just something that, that, that I've done that I found. Um, it's really mostly deep breathing and, uh, with a little bit of discipline and cold showers or cold bathing of some kind. And it, it, I enjoy it because it seemed to me that the guy that was promoting it, the guy that developed it, was um, sincere and had was just a seeker himself, had just kind of uh, done all the reading and gotten into uh, a lot of the books and different practices, whether it was um, yoga or reading Vedic texts or Tibetan Buddhism. Uh, he, he, he had kind of a, he was a polymath. He studied all kinds of different uh, disciplines tried all kinds of different things and this was the thing that worked for him and it's relatively simple and he doesn't dress it up in any um kind of uh religious or cultish or um he he, he he's not a devotee of anything and while he is selling something uh it did seem sincere yeah and it's so not I, and it's not David, just I, just go ahead no he well he's got he, he seems to have the cred uh, you know, he's done some of these like superhuman David Blainish feats that, uh, that is an easy selling point for his, his method. I think a lot of people think they're going to gain superhuman powers by doing deep breathing. Uh, but I think it's actually subtler, um, more nuanced and deeper than that. He was doing a good thing where, uh, He's teaching people essentially meditation, uh, in a way where that could be a, um, uh, more easily attained by people that wouldn't be inclined to enjoy meditation. There's something about it that seems a little bit more rigid. You just take 30 or 40 deep breaths in and out and you hold your breath. Uh, and you focus on a few things and there's some mindfulness. But there was a, a, a method to it a little bit more, uh, um, I think it was a little bit more substantial or a little bit more tangible to people who were not comfortable with sitting down and breathing and, you know, breathing in and out and focusing on an Ujjayi breath and 
trying to get in touch with themselves. He kind of gave a methodology that was uh, a little bit easier to hold on to. So, yeah. and, and, and honestly, like I said, it worked for me. So, um, I do, while I have not uh, attained anything superhuman, I can hold my breath for a ridiculously long time now. Um, and, uh, it's kind of given me a practice in the morning that I feel is energizing and helpful. And I can honestly say that I'm doing better, uh, than I was before. You can, so, eh? Yeah. It's helped. I got, I, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. It, it's helped, eh? Because you were, you, you've had some sort of chronic, chronic problems and, and the difficulty, uh, figuring out how to yeah. deal with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I've talked to a lot of different people, some, some witch doctors, some legitimate healers, some Western doctors that have helped some Western doctors that have just, you know, thrown the usual nonsense on me. So, uh, no, I have psoriatic arthritis really, really badly. Um, and it's been, it's been bugging me for about seven or eight years. And I've investigated all kinds of different methods. And honestly, the things that have helped me most are, um, kind of the holistic methods that we're hearing about now. Uh, things like, uh, uh, avoiding sugar, not, I don't, not veganism, although I tried that for a while. Um, but yeah, avoiding sugar, avoiding, uh, avoiding all, all the, all the stuff that I think we know is. Yeah. Not really great for us. Yeah. Don't eat terrible fried food. Don't eat uh, horrible factory farm meat. Don't eat tons of sugar-packed carbohydrates. And it, it, you know, if they made it in a factory somewhere and shipped it to you, avoid those things. Yeah. And if yeah. you can cut those things out of your life, which is uh, ridiculously difficult, uh, I found, um, well, then your health improves wow. dramatically. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with, you, you don't have to be... Uh, totally organic or shop only at Whole Foods or spend a lot of money, but uh, you do have to kind of make the effort to cut some of the, the cut some of those things yeah. out that yeah. have been mainstay, you have become mainstays in our lives, yeah. and all of a sudden things get a lot better. Yeah. I so, try so, that shit, So man. stop the deep fried wontons out. So the, the thing about this Wim Hof <laughs> method is, uh, yeah. is not only like the, you, you sort of mentioned the, you know, the spiritual aspect of it and the, there's a, there's a lim amount of peace and, and comfort that comes with doing this thing as well, but there's a whole bunch of scientific evidence that this guy's uh, been a part of as well, showing how it really does you know, decrease world inflammation records. and, and uh, helps your uh, regulate your immune system and all kinds of all kind of your nervous system. It talks about the vagus nerve. I mean, that's like, there's a ton sure. of, ton of great effects from this scientifically as well. Yeah. Well, uh, how long does it take a day? Oh, I mean, 20 minutes tops, really. I mean, there's uh, the breathing exercises. When you start doing them, I think the program, I bought the program. I went on the website. I paid the money. I bought the program because I was that interested in it. Um, How much is it? I really felt it was worth it. Uh, I think it was a buck 99 uh, American, uh, 200 bucks. Huh. And uh, I... And, you know, it's just downloadable, downloadable videos. There's like 10 of them. They send you one a week. So I, I was, um, like everything, I was very, very skeptical. Um, and it's not like I had immediate or um, uh, re results that I could re report directly. This was just me giving something a shot. Uh, and I had a, I really had a decent experience with it. So I was hurting a lot. I was in a lot of pain. My medicines have changed. Um, I'm on some wet Western medicine. I've dro I've dropped some of them. I you know do some holistic things. I'm always supplemented, you know, trying different lifestyle changes. 
Um, but uh, this was kind of the thing that I put in the middle that helped me hang on a little bit. Uh, it, it, was, um, it, was, it, was just, it was just a daily practice, and I think that's part of it, like working out um, or meditating or, um, you know, to even taking a daily walk. It was just kind of a, a practice that I put into my day that took about, you know, 20 minutes or so. I tried to do it early in the morning. Like I said, I wasn't perfect. I probably got to it four out of seven days, if I'm being completely honest, um, throughout the week. But it was, you know, almost a daily thing. And, uh, yeah, I had great results, and I, I still do it now. And I can say that uh, of all the disciplines I've had in my life, which I've had a lot, it's kind of the thing that's, I don't know, it's kind of becoming a, a foundation more than, more, than, uh, more than anything else I've ever tried. Good for you, man. I've tried it. I tried it a few times, and then I wonder why to myself. I'm like, it's such a simple thing. Why don't I just adopt a regular practice of it as well? And I noticed uh, some pretty, oh, yeah, pretty crazy yeah. stuff. Like, I noticed this weird taste in my mouth, or like a smell that came out um, after, like steps one and two. Like, you go through the hard breathing, and then you, and then you hold your breath, and you tap some parts of your body or something like that, or your head, or and it, and it's it it just definitely feels weird, and you get this pretty cool energy from it. I, I, yeah, I I'm interested it, you, to try it. Yeah, I mean, like so many things, though. Like, uh, uh, there's no fireworks. There's no big right, right. Uh, there's yeah. no big, yeah, there's no big fat changes, and, and yeah. I, I think we're so used to yeah, uh, taking a pill and, yeah. and feeling a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was never really like that. Well, I had some pretty cool experiences, some extraordinary experiences. On it, it wasn't anything, um, uh, I don't know, yeah. compared to you yeah, know, yeah. taking a Western drug that affected you immediately or like some, you know, immediate reported effects. But, um, yeah, I, I, I can honestly say it was beneficial and beneficial overall. But, like, when I started it, uh, to be quite honest, I started it out of desperation. I mean, I was, I'm, I was sick. I was sick and I was hurting. And I was willing to try most anything. I'm a skeptical person. Uh, I try not to be, but I am. And, uh, you know, but I I'm, was willing to try anything, uh, and I gave this a shot and it gave me a certain level of relief. Much like, uh, you know, um, anything. I mean, you can hang on to anything and it'll give you a little bit of uh, distraction in the moment sometimes. And sometimes that's what this was. It wasn't like always like, you know, taking a drug drug and having immediate relief. But at the same time, there was a, a process, a procedure that, you know, you were in the middle of something. I could go and do this. A ritual. And yeah, it was a ritual. Exactly. It was a ritual. And so I'm a, I'm a huge fan of rituals. I come from uh, a background of, you know, I, I have a Catholic background, but like most poor Catholics, I'm a lapsed Catholic. Uh, so and I, I have a desire and a knowledge of rituals, um, but I never really had anything practical. And this was one of those things that this was a practical ritual. And yeah, so in the in the weird tight moments, that was something that you could perform that you know you could hang on to and get through a little bit easier if uh, you, know, you didn't have a practice to uh, you know to lean on uh, in weird times. Yeah. So you're talking about the, uh, the your fascination with migration lately as well are you are you following all the latest sort of sw switching back and forth on how we migrated out of uh africa and europe and all that and have you been following the the blood type stuff at all like the rh negative stuff 
Oh, not really. Is there something hot with that? Yeah, with well, yeah, yeah, it's pretty weird. <clears throat> There's a bunch of uh, evidence now showing that um, Rh negative blood types are it's it's like it's like they're it's like a different breed of human almost and they're showing that sure. uh they're a little bit sicker in some ways but there's also some behavioral changes depending on other factors with rh negative and positive and then they came there's uh the basque people out of i think it's out of spain or portugal spain. like 50 percent of them are rh negative like the percentage is way higher right. than anybody else and <clears throat> there's some there's some crazy speculations about the genesis being different between RH negative and, and not, right? So that's like the, the rhesus gene, right? The rhesus gene. Um, sure. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the interesting. Racist gene? Yeah. Yeah. The racist. <laughs> the racist gene. Yeah. So you'll probably start, <laughs> yeah, now that we've talked about it, you'll no, probably I'm, start uh, bumping into it a little bit, but it's pretty crazy. I'm getting. Uh, I'm, I'm slightly familiar. I'm slightly familiar with it, but uh, no, I haven't gone. I haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet with the with the with the blood types. I'm going to I'm see still, my I'm doctor still next to week. Out exactly where I am. Are you? That you put out a doc Thursday. Oh yeah. Six more sleeps. Darren's all excited. Yeah. The doctor's in. Oh, we finally got doctor. a we finally got a weed doctor in Calgary. I'm waiting, and finally oh. there's one here. So my appointment is Thursday. I'm waiting a month. So is Canada like is Canada like Denver or Colorado is now? Is that kind of the comparison? No, it's more like California. Oh, it's more like California, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just have to go in and say I get headaches, and they're like, "Okay, you can have an ounce a month or two ounces a month," and then you order it from you get it your choice of supplier. You pick a supplier, and then you order it off their website. And then they ship it to you one day shipping. So for, they have to, the suppliers have to be like approved the by the government? Yeah. Registered yeah and the government, government picks up the shipping, I think. Maybe not. I could be wrong on that. But it was one day shipping. Your first order, they ship you your pod and your card. And then, so you get an out assessed for either one, two, three, however many ounces a month. It goes by grams per day. So I'm going for two grams oh. a day. What 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 happened to the days it's like when a good. gram a day was a lot back in the day? No, wasn't it? Sure, well, so it was ever a day. Yeah, back in the eighties. Yeah. I don't know. God, everybody's putting it off. Everybody's putting it off to their friends in the states that uh, where it's not legal yet. Yeah. So they got to have the two gram a day. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have. Uh, so then you go on the website. They got all sorts of different strains: your sativas, your indicas, till you the THC level. I send it to your door. FedEx brings it to you. Federal government. Uh, don't yeah, just pony. And then they call you sir. Well, they, they call you sir while they give it to you. Here you go, sir. Well, I think. Thank you. Get <laughs> the fuck we, out of here. Well, the the states has almost hit the tipping point. Uh, I don't know what it is. I used to follow the emails pretty closely. Uh, I had actually uh, attempted to invest in a uh, legal dispensary in. Um, uh, the Midwest, but uh, it didn't work out. Um, the licenses are really hard to come by, and uh, you know everybody's trying to model Colorado now. So everybody's just tipping over as quickly as they can, kind of get things passed through the legislature. So it's pretty funny. Like Georgia's actually going to be uh, typically a conservative state, red state, as we say, is uh, I, I would say in less than a year going to be uh, at least legal medically here. But it's funny to watch everything just kind of fall like dominoes.
in the States. It's almost, uh, almost refreshing. Yeah, totally. Those dominoes have fallen. That's a good way to put it. What do we got to? Yeah, I think down uh, oh. 26 states now. Really? 20. So it's almost halfway there. Well, I think it might be right at the 25. I know last time I really checked, it was 23 or 24, and that was including or not including Washington, D.C. So, I don't know, a quick Google would tell you exactly what it is, but I can't remember the last one <laughs> that went. But it's right, it's right at the halfway and just over, I think, in the States. Down in Graham, going deep. It's a profound UFO quote of a week. <laughs> okay, can you turn that down there, buddy? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's a profound UFO quote. All right, so this is, uh, this is the quote. Three objects appeared beneath the clouds, their color a rather bright red. As they approached the ship, they appeared to soar, passing above the broken clouds. After rising above the clouds, they appeared to be moving directly away from the earth. The largest had an apparent area of about six suns. It was egg-shaped, the larger and forward. The second was about twice the size of the sun, and the third about the size of the sun. Their near approach to the surface appeared to be most remarkable that they did come below the clouds and, and soar instead of continuing their southeasterly course is also curious. The lights were in sight for over two minutes, and they were carefully observed by three people whose accounts agree as to the details. You can tell this was old by the way it was written. That's uh, Lieutenant Frank Schofield, later commander-in-chief of the Pacific Fleet aboard the USS Supply Eastern coast of Korea in February 28th, 1904. Dun, dun, da, da. Yeah. That was a good one. 1904? Yeah. 1904? Yeah. 1904. Good UFO sighting so back he in the... wrote it down? What, what do you mean? Instead of what? Written it down somewhere? Probably. His diary? He was on a ship. They oh, keep diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of logs, video. squatty potty logs. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about you sharing my squatty potty. My what? wife. <laughs> Did oh, she? Really? How does she yeah. like it? How oh, people are going to be fucking uh, accusing us of doing commercials again? Well, yeah, I just advertised the Wim Hof method for like twenty minutes. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> The they'll be yeah, they'll be okay with that, but as soon as we yeah. say squatty potty, it's like oh fuck. <laughs> Why don't you call somebody and see if you can get a cut? We you can you can sign up to be affiliate, but we don't do that. Oh, of course, of course. Okay, I will. we we try to get them on for an intro, and then they just started ignoring us. So I don't know if they were scared about coming <laughs> on. Or... <clears throat> oh yeah, you think they'd whore themselves out immediately? That can't they can't last. I got to be honest, the squatty potty's nice. Like, oh, uh, it's a, I don't I don't know. With, it's, uh, with my usual stance, uh, with my iPhone, uh, the way I prop myself on my knee, it totally fucked all that up. So I'm going back to, I'm going back to old school and I'm ditching the squatty potty. <laughs> no, no, you just got to get an otter box and it'll grip right on your knee. <laughs> oh, you mean, oh, you mean like a mount, a knee mount? <laughs> no, you get the, no, you get the <laughs> otter box case and it's got like the sticky back on it so that it doesn't slide around on your dash and your console and it'll like actually just hang on your naked leg like that. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not doing the, I'm not doing the YouTube video 
unless there's a cut. That's a good it's idea for a squatty potty. They come out with a free yeah. knee, knee a mount. A phone holder. <laughs> the iPad. Yeah, you, guys, you, you guys push us over the edge, but my neighbor across the street one night on the deck was telling us all about it. The squatty potty. How we've been missing out our whole lives on how we've been pooping. Oh, my God. And now You've been things, doing now it things all are gonna, wrong. Now things are going to be better. Yeah. <laughs> now life's going to change. Yeah. So I got an email here before I forget. I want to I want to share from jingle, uh, from jingle, Tim uh, jingle. Spam Graham Jingle maybe. Yeah. Fuck! I wanted to play a different one. Okay. Uh. Graham is an all-in believer in chemtrails. Oh no 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 no! no. Chemtrails. That was the wrong one. He just played that on purpose. That's not fair. Spam. <laughs> okay, this is from Tim. He says. Uh, Hey, Graham, congratulations on your anniversary. I hope you and Darren keep this train rolling for many years. Now, not to bring everybody down, but my family needs Grimerica's help. On June 10th, my brother and wife had their second child, Isabel. However, there were complications and she was deprived of oxygen and had to be rushed to a children's hospital. Now, he's trying to avoid most of the details, but basically she had a breathing tube and a feeding tube to help her, and the doctors say that she has severe brain damage. If it's possible, can you mention Isabel Amelia on your next show and rally Grimerica around her? Please send your love, thoughts, energy, prayers, and whatever else you believe in. And we can all make something special happen. If there's one thing I've learned through shows like yours is that brain does not equal mind and positive energy can do amazing things. We truly appreciate it. Thank you all. So, yeah, no problem, Tim. Yeah. We'll send, we're sending it out right now. You can send Reiki. I can. I yeah. did already once. Did you? Yeah. I'll get the wife too, too. Yeah. Yeah, your yeah. wife's learning that too. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, so... um, She's out at the TP tonight. Right on. Yeah. Good stuff. With Madison. It's just starting. <clears throat> so, yeah, thanks for the email, Tim, and sorry to yeah, hear about that. Sorry to hear about that. Hopefully, uh, little American vibes can, can help out a little bit. Yep. Some karma. So uh, we should mention as well. Thanks, thank to everybody. Thanks, thank to everybody for uh, supporting us. Yeah, monthly bills and also for uh, contributing to that upgrade program. There, we bought a new recording computer and Nikki the dude won. Yeah, so we'll probably have him on for a bit here in the near future, and we'll get you your shit here, Nikki, in the near future. We'll send that out probably right away. Figure out who you want to have on the show. We'll start tracking them down. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, yeah, check out grimerica.ca slash support. Uh, we had a few new signups lately. A few people left. That's okay. Uh, remember to check your subscription every once in a while because sometimes PayPal just kicks you out. Um, but yeah, sign up for a monthly. Anything from uh, a buck a month to 30 bucks a month, all of which are less than the price of a cup of coffee a day. Yeah, and also we're on Instagram now. Instagram, get it? Instagram. And uh, so check us out there. And Darren's on the Twitter as well. And Graham is finally off the Twitter, so yeah, we can talk about him again. <laughs> Rejoice. <laughs> <laughs> and the email is grahm at grahamerica.com for the spam. And, of course, we're doing the big art thing now where we've, we've basically, uh, Justin Edelman won uh, this week's art which is really rare that we're going to know that before the episode comes out, but we actually do know that because we're recording late. Yeah. And the winners come, oh, the, yeah, the winners will be point, announced actually. Fridays at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. So now open season, guys, send in your art to nap at grimerica.com, 
And uh, he's going to put all that shit up in a poll. And, uh, yeah, the winning art will be chosen for that week's episode. If you don't want to be in the competition, you can just, uh, we've got about a hundred and some episodes that don't have custom artwork. So we're going to open that up to, you can just fucking send us some art and we'll change out the, uh, that episode to custom art because uh, we're looking at getting an, an app going here and it looks like having custom art is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I sent it out on Instagram as well. So I'll yeah, probably send out, I'll probably send out the submissions as well. I don't know if they will all go out, but so we'll see how big hopefully in the next few months, we'll see uh, an app. Hopefully let's shoot for by the end of summer. That's maybe a bit pushy. <laughs> it's probably, but yeah, anyway. by, the, by, by the, next uh, year. Yeah. yeah, we are. Do you have one? Uh, I, I might. <laughs> I might have one. Right, American Trip Report. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a trip report right now? <laughs> one I can type up and send you. Oh. <laughs> you okay. can type it up. You yeah. can type it up if you want, yeah. No, I mean, we can, I mean, I'll do a trip report with you, but... Uh, I didn't, I didn't know I was getting, I was, I was just asking curiously for the sake of your listeners if uh, trip reports were still going on. Have you guys been receiving a bunch? Yeah, I got one. I got a one here to read, but for next time, but yeah, a few. We're getting pretty long. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll, let, yeah. we'll, we'll get Bill get back to his party. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Bill. Oh, thanks, guys. Great chat. Yeah, it's yeah, always fun. Always, guys, it's yeah. always fun. It's great talking to you guys. And good luck with uh, no, you know, I, your I, health I, and the Wim Hof and all that stuff. I'm going skydiving okay. in like eight okay. days too. Well, I am too. You I can say ground. we. Oh, we are. We are. Well, I still think you're going to chicken out. <laughs> oh, I've I've never been. My uh, my friend, uh, they got married. Uh, we were uh, groomsmen in his wedding. That was our supposed uh, gift, uh, groomsman gift. He was going to buy. He bought a package to take us all uh, instead of a bachelor party. We were all going to go skydiving. And that's yet to materialize. It's been about seven years. Uh, so I've been meaning to find a way to bite that bullet. I hope you guys have a blast. That's going to be amazing. We'll, we'll probably have it. I think James is going to periscope it on the Grand America Twitter account. So it'll be live fucking streamed. You might actually to see Graham shit his pants. <laughs> All right. That sounds great. Live. <laughs> No, I think you tanned him the first time, so I'm hoping that I can tan him face to face with some dude. What? <laughs> yeah, you have to tan him. You, don't, do, you don't go face to face. I know you don't. <laughs> uh. Oh, well, hey guys, I hope you uh, really edit this heavily. No <laughs> dice, no dice. Right on, Bill. Well, thanks, uh, thanks, right. thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Bill. Always. Talk to you guys in a bit. Yeah, okay. thanks for putting up with Graham's lazy ramblings and my bullshit. And uh, enjoy the chat with these Wham guys. This was a fun one. Uh, these guys were right up our alley. Yeah. You guys will have. You, know, you guys will enjoy it. Later, guys. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye.
All right, tonight or today in Grime America, we got a couple guys from Wide Awake Media, Jared Finn, who's the COO, and and Daniel John Sullivan, who's the CTO. They just got together in, in Ireland, and we're chatting about uh, the new uh, media. What would you call it? A social media kind of movement, awake dating, and all this stuff. So, welcome to the show, guys. Good day, fellas. Good day. How yeah. you going? Good, good. Great to have you here. We were just chatting up a storm, so we better get the recording <laughs> yeah, going before we lose all the good content. Sure. So, <laughs> do, do you want to do want want me to kick off where we sort of left off yeah. there before? Yeah, man. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. All right. So, for everybody in the audience, hi, I'm Jared. You'll you'll, you'll see me, uh, you know, fucking quoted and misquoted all over the internet at the moment. <laughs> uh, this is this is me talking. So, this is exactly what I say now. This is me. Uh, okay. So. Awake dating and awake social, um, we're trying to change things and we're trying to bring privacy and security and community to the awake movement. Or, you know, when I say that, I mean the people, you know, the awake movement's a ridiculous term almost, but the people who are waking up, the people who are awake uh, to, to all of us, the individuals are sort of like fractured out there across the internet with over, you know, hundreds and thousands of different blogs and different sites and different issues and and infighting and all this sort of fantastic stuff which is going on. Mm-hmm. We need somewhere to come together and somewhere where we can plan events, where we can plan actions, play, uh, somewhere where we can come together and speak openly and honestly without knee-jerk reactions, without judgment, without the same level of criticism that we get. And this is what we're bringing to the internet. We're bringing, you know, a high level security and privacy, you know, un- unbeforeseen. Sorry, Ellen. it's the tractor going past you. <laughs> we, we live, you know, we, we've got a little bunker on here, you know, out in... Uh-oh, did Uh-oh. you guys get taken out? American, uh, working to bring something crazy secure to the, the world wide web. Yeah, with those seasons lines, I hope not, but uh, it's going to be a challenge too. And this is Dan speaking, Dan Sullivan, CTO for hey. Wide Awake Media. Hey, Dan. And basically, what I would say is that the challenge, and it's really, I don't want to get too technical, but the challenge is to try to create a high level of client side encryption within the browser context. Put in human terms, I want to create a way for people to securely communicate with each other to begin with. Um, without having to install any special program. And the problem is, if you know software engineering for the web, any algorithm that runs within the context of the browser is plain text, which means you can open up the browser and read it if you know what you're doing. So it's going to be tricky. It's going to be a real challenge. And i got to be honest with you, um, I believe it's a worthy challenge, but I'm not filled with so much pride that I think, oh, yes, I'm guaranteed to win. All I know is is that I feel like I'm on an adventure. And ultimately, this is one of the toughest problems I've had to confront so far. Well, it's an important part of it, though, I think, because we, we were talking before we started recording there about being on whether it's a dating site or social media sites and the, the amount of bots and trolls out there. So, you know, obviously one of your focuses has to be to eliminate that, right? Yes, totally. Guys, read out, you know, right now, to, to, we could have, we looked at all different models of funding this because, you know, these, this is, we're talking massive costs to, to get, especially with what we're planning. We're talking, you know, it's a, it's a really, you know, it's a huge thing. We, we've got nearly 7,000 members that are awake dating now and we could turn around and say, hey, it's five bucks a month. And right there, you know, you've got a huge income stream. We didn't do that. We don't want to do that. I know that our competitors are charging you know, 30, 40 bucks a month and they, and they smack you with bots left, right and center. We don't have a single freaking bot uh, and not one goddamn bot. But you know what? I spent thousands and thousands and tens of thousands and tens of thousands in advertising to get all of our people here and it worked. 
Uh, you know, we've got, you know, we've got so much mainstream media coverage, which is kind of creepy, kind of, you know, it was, oh, cool. I've got to say, well, we, we've got a lot of awake members anyway, so... You forget about that, and they didn't. They didn't play us as harsh as they could have. Perhaps because the market attitude is changing, and that's the thing. You know, we're, we're, it's almost like the, the you know the, not the truth as I say, but the sort of the truth or awake spiritually awake community has sort of become the new cool in a way. It's like uh, you know, it's the new alternate fringe. But I don't know. The media hasn't been as brutal as I did expect. Uh, in saying that, you know, getting any coverage is a bit strange, but uh, uh, that's why I'm speaking to you guys, speaking to the alternative. Well, that's the thing. We've got to start bringing ourselves out from being the alternate media. We need to be the new media. And because we, we are, you know, it's a real credible alternative to the mainstream narrative, which is obviously just a dose of crap. Um, so, you know, we're, we're at that point now where we, we, we with the sense, so, so going back to the funding things, I'm going to get, I've got right off topic. Have a look at the Indiegogo fund that we have now for awake social and awake dating. The members that we have now in awake dating will be going through Indiegogo as well. Uh, we, we, we're offering like a whole bunch of different membership options and a few of them have some nice little perks there as well, but it, it's, uh, we're building something amazing. You'll be able to three D. You'll be able to operate within a three D environment. You know, and like like Second Life, but even better, where it's like a game. It's actually driven by the, the ultimate game engine. Uh, you'll be able to interact with other people. You know, go to movie screenings at their pad. You know, other people. You have. You know, even be able to build your own shop. Even you know, this is the sort of things we're going to be gonna doing. It's going to be really cool stuff. I mean, we're going to use the Unity game engine as nice. Jared and it, it's really what, what we're going to try to achieve is a kind of virtual environment that allows people to use various techniques to meet, to communicate, to organize, and to ultimately work together, as Jared said, to deal with a lot of these issues, not just individually, but within a community. And, and, and you know, this, this social networking, lads, how social is it? This is what I'd ask. I mean, you know, before, before my wife and I cottoned onto the way the world was, before we woke up, uh, we we'd already deleted our Facebook accounts, uh, you know, freaking uh, a good year or more. My wife, a couple, you know, like a couple of years before that. There's so many people disenfranchised with, with Facebook. You know what they do with their data, how with your data, sorry, you know, because it's not their data, it's your data. Uh, you know what they do uh, with, with you know, just mass advertising and, and following you around across the web, everywhere you go afterwards is tracked. You know, just after you've gone there once. Uh, and, and that's really creepy. We're not doing any of that. We're not hitting people up with mass advertising. We're not funding it like that. We're a private members-only only platform, and that's how we're dealing with it. And it also gives our, our members rights and privileges, uh, and, and it gives us a responsibility towards them too. And so if people go and have a look at our Indiegogo funder, click there on the Wham Ombudsman because we're talking about the bots and stuff like that. Have a look there at how we deal with these sort of these issues. And Dan actually, you know, wrote that. He's, you know, a real brilliant man, a great writer. And read what we're doing there because it's it's totally unique. And have a look at our privacy policy and how we're going to be enforcing this. And there's no one out on the web there that's going to be doing what we're doing. And not, not by a long shot. Yeah, I just saw an article here, Secrets, uh, about Facebook uh, eavesdropping on your phone conversations. And, and I... <laughs> You're right. It's it is just basically corporatized now, but it's it's really yeah. good timing as well for you guys because you can use this technology that you're talking about, like using the Unity game engine and sort of getting bringing more of a interactive and uh, virtual virtual space to this dating and I guess the social social networking. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's so much more though. We're actually, you know, what time banking is, fellas. I imagine you do. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to be offering time banking through our system. The first phase of the beta is going to be a more simplistic sort of barter swap sort of system, moving to a full-fledged time bank 
within Awake Social. So, you know, and, and this is the thing. I know myself personally, if I could find someone around here that I could get organic eggs from or I could get, you know, this or that, I could swap, you know, like Skeena, treat me if you know what a Skeena is, we have one of them, or, you know, martial arts training, which I can do, you know, whatever. You know, there's, there's a range of things that we can swap and trade. And, I, you know, I typically would rather do that with someone who's sound and has got their crap together rather than someone in the corporate world and have to use fake fiat currency, which is what we all have to do every day. So if we can bring away about a way that people can start operating amongst themselves without having to use fiat currency, without having to use dollars, but, you know, we'll do it on, on you know, a time banking, sharing and swapping basis, that's fantastic. Um, so we're bringing that into play on our platform. The further, you know, you'll be able to build your own blogs. Uh, so people like yourselves, and this is really important, so I'm going to be making sure you guys get a comp membership on Awake Social because we need people to be putting in quality content. Um, so it's really important. You can create your own group for any cause you want. You know, it might be, you know, parents against uh, vaccines or whatever it might be. You can plan events. You can hold events. You can hold virtual events and you can hold real events too and plan them all through the platform. Uh, so it's really a really strong platform for change because, in fact, we need it. And I would like to mention one other thing, although this is a down-the-pipeline technology, which means that it's probably phase three, nine to 12 months or a year from now. But what we would like to do is build a kind of overlay within the 3D Unity Engine environment of the dark web. Essentially, we want to automate Tor servers to create a kind of virtual representation of all those things that, frankly, for most people, for noobs, have a hard time finding through onion links and stuff like that. We would like to create a simplified overlay for the dark web. It's a hard problem, but we'd like to try. Huh. Wow. So dating, I guess, is just kind of one aspect of it, and then you guys are going to go into, like, a full social network after that, and then uh, from there, I guess, the sky's the limit. Exactly right, lads. And this was just our three, you know, the, the plan that we were rolling out. We knew that the dating thing was really necessary because, you know, well, firstly, my wife and I woke up together and we are so lucky to have each other to bounce all this shit off with, you know, and we can we can work through things together and, you know, sort of sound, use each other as a sounding board. And, you know, and we've got that grounding and we've got that love there as well. And it's really cool. And we've got a couple of kids. So life's, you know, life's cool for us, even though we're awake and the world's crap. Uh, you know, well, sure, we're, we've got each other in our family and now, and we're doing something. We're doing something now to try to help everyone. So that's great. But we knew how fucking hard it must be if you were single and you're discovering all this sort of crap. How the hell? We can't relate to most of the people around us. So how are you going to do that as a single person? What's, you know, what are the options for you? And we just knew that the dating thing was really needed. And it obviously was, you know, 7,000 people now in, in like, what, six weeks. Um, you know, it was, it was obviously something which was needed and I'm really, really, and I know the people of, this is really cool in this short time, some really good members who, you know, we've sort of even been chatting with here and there with some of our members. Um, some of them have, have you know, asked, they, you know, they've deleted their accounts and they've said, you know, thanks a lot. We've actually met up. We've got together. We, they're, they're spiritually in line with me. You know, they've got the same head, you know, all this sort of stuff, some really cool comments back, uh, you know, and thanks for the service. And that, that's really amazingly cool in such a short time. People being able to get together. So that's a great start. But the social thing has to happen because my wife and I are married and we're not, we're not single. Uh, but we're, we're parents as well. And we don't have any way of networking ourselves with people who are of like mind around us, uh, you know, whether it be online or whether it be, you know, in person. And so we need to create that opportunity. We need, there needs to be somewhere where we can all come together and just talk openly and have a group about whatever you want, you know, blogs about whatever you want. You know, you can video call people, you can video call and group call even on our site. You know, this is the sort of thing that 
Uh, you know, we really need this so people can get together and organize stuff, you know, really start getting into the meat of issues and talk things through and, uh, you know, and hopefully have some fun, you know, games that are all going to be there and, and stuff. You know, it, it's, a, it's a hard enough world without having a bit of fun at the same time. So we need to incorporate a bit of that as well. How far are yeah. you along with the social aspect besides the dating? Looks like August. Are you, is August still your goal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. August, August is deliverable. In fact, we'll have something smaller than that likely worked up in about three weeks from now. We'll actually, it's a, bit, it's a little bit secretive kind of, but we're going to have a sort of like a, a very early beta version that we're going to be running past our Awake Dating members actually. So the people who are members of the Awake Dating will be able to access that and get in there and have a bit of a go too. And we're going to have our, our white hat hackers, you know, have a go at that as hard as they can. They're going to be attacking that for all they're worth. To see how secure, yeah, you know, because you've got to do this, you know, to do this right, you know, it requires a lot of planning. And um, so, uh, you know, I encourage everyone get onto the Indiegogo funder and have a look at that because we need your support to bring this about. It's not a, you know, it's not a free process, unfortunately, for any of us. But what you're going to get out of it is you're going to get a members-only platform where you can talk about whatever you want to in complete privacy. You can, you know, you can organize change right there. You can have fun, and uh, no one's going to be tracking you and selling your data. Yeah, we go ahead. What, what comes after that? Are you guys looking at some sort of um, um, like uh, higher media, like starting to maybe sort sort of channels and things like that? Well, almost like an alternative news fact, source type thing. Yeah, I got to be honest yeah. with you. A lot of things that have happened between, and this is Dan speaking. A lot of things that have happened between me and Jared since we've met have been kind of spooky in a synchronicity sense. Because I'm a technical guy, but I've, I've been a little bit on the, you know, the media side for a couple of years. And both of us are very interested in trying to create an alternative venue within the media, but a true, in my opinion, a true alternative venue. Yeah. I, I don't want to insult anyone, but I've watched Alex Jones for several years, and I like him. But in a lot of ways, he really isn't where we need to be, yeah. if, if you know what I mean. Yes, we do. And Glenn Beck is a sellout, in my opinion. I'm sorry for saying that, but I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, regardless of personal, regardless of personal opinions of people who don't sorry. necessarily represent the uh, you know the views of wide awake media in saying that everyone's entitled their own goddamn opinion. <laughs> so well done there, Dan. Uh, moving on as COO and putting that hat on here. Um, so yeah, let's we we actually and I was just telling you this a little bit before. We're, our plan is, and it's not just our plan, this is what we're doing. It's just, you know, all these things have to come in phases. Unfortunately, we're employing people as we go sort of thing. It's just everything's rolling really fast right now and we can only do so much, you know, at so, so much speed. So, you know, what we want to do in the next, it's going to be probably based on what we're doing here with Wake Social and how much work that's going to need to really get it to where we want to. It's going to be about, you know, like eight months till we bring about film studios, once the film studios, uh, live streaming, broadcasting studios, Starting up at least one of them in Europe, perhaps in Ireland, and then another one in the States, you know, shortly after that. And fortunately, you know, or, or unfortunately, I might have to be going there for a while to get that done. But we want to be broadcasting, you know, starting from a few hours of content a day, custom content, uh, up to, you know, 24 hour broadcast and sort of bring up the level, you know, of production values. And it, unfortunately, this all does take a heck of a lot of money. Uh, you know, as you guys know yourself, I mean, there's a lot of people who have been out there fighting the good fight for a long time. I'm just a new player into the game, but I'm, you know, I'm bringing a lot of modern media understanding. I studied it recently. Uh, yeah, but my, my, my background is security, lads. You know, as I say, I was, I was a doorman and a head doorman, you know, for many years. And so security management sort of my thing. It's not this, but uh, I'm bringing my fighting instincts to uh, 
to whatever the hell's going on here because I just won't have it anymore, man. And I'm a father, and you know I've got to do something. And so this is what I'm doing. Uh, and I'm putting, every, I'm putting everything I have, all of my money, all of my everything, my family's life. You know, we're risking everything to try to change this, and we're doing it now. Uh, and we would like some help. Yeah. So if you go to the go and give us a few bucks, it'll make life a lot easier for us. So how do you um, how, but, how do you plan on? Um on your revenue, like what's your revenue model looking like in the future? Like, cause in the podcast here, we have, we don't, we don't have any corporate sponsorship, no, no media, uh, advertisements, yeah. no portals or anything like that. We're, we're, we are supported by the listeners, but it's not enough for us to do like as a full-time job. It's just enough to cover our expenses. Right. So what yeah. is it going to be like a, a donation based type thing or the, or the, the, uh, private members will contribute or, or how, how, how do you yeah. plan on sort of sustaining yourself, uh, with, okay. That's a really big question with a really complex answer. So I'll try. I'll try to work through it bit by bit. The, the easiest way is to, to understand sort of the, the membership model. You see, people these days, and you know, the modern market will tell you, people are actually prepared to pay for quality content. People are prepared to pay, you know, a little bit. Again, people, you know, like people rip and shred and, and grab everything they can. From, as I do, I understand. Not that I do it illegal. Ever, I don't know what I'm saying, uh, but you know, like I understand, you know, people don't want to have to pay for stuff. That's great. Uh, you know, for quality streamed content, if you were getting, you know, content streamed to you 24 hours on awake stuff, you know, comedy shows, even you know, good documentaries and all these things, which is all, you know, it's all framed for the awake sort of audience. You know, like if you were paying, you know, one dollar a month, if you're paying twelve dollars a year, that's not big biggies. You know, that, that's really not going to strain too many people's budget. I mean, like, you can turn the tap on where I live here and it'll cost you a dollar after five, <laughs> you know, five minutes. You know, so that, you know, so that's it. We, we are looking at subscriptions, but if you have a look at what we're doing on Indiegogo as well, it's we're not asking big money. We we don't want definitely not trying to make ourselves rich from these. And, you know, we, there's no intention there. It's just about funding the operation because we have so many different aspects uh, of what we can do uh, that we, we, you know, and these, none of them are free. Uh, and, and you know, I've poured a good fifty thousand, uh, you know, into my of my own money more actually into this venture to, today. You know, and that's in a couple of months, and I'm going to have to pour another, you know, fifty thousand into it before you know I get anything back. So, you know, there's there's some, there's some big things afoot here because what we're going to be actually achieving is a truly private, secure portal to meet, discuss, whatever, to meet up with people you know, of like mind and to network. Uh, and to hopefully actually achieve change. And, and it's, uh, you know, I think the, the, what we're asking, awake social subscriptions are seven bucks for a year. They're seven bucks for a, a year. You know, and when it comes to advertising, we uh, right for awake dating, we're offering advertising. Awake social is no, no offering there now. There's use for awake dating, but it's only one banner. One banner only, no, nothing. And all, all the advertisers, they unfortunately have to be pride. They have to go through us and they have to pass our ethics policy, which is pretty hard. Well, well no, it's not. So an eventual advertiser, I always say it's, it's pretty hard. What I'll say is, you know, you have to have an ethical product and it has to be pro-humanist. You can't be, you know, it has to meet a certain standard and, it, it, you know, it has to actually be of genuine benefit to our members. Otherwise, you won't be advertising. So basically, that, it's a company yeah. that probably has people who are members, right? It's people who are the same mindset. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. If, if, it's, it's, if there's, you know, if anyone's advertising to our members, it's going to be stuff like, you know, true, you know, holistic foods that actually work, you know, and, I, and we'd have to vet them too before we'd allow them to even advertise or something, you know, something, anything which is of true benefit to our members has got a chance. If it doesn't, you know, like we're, we're not, not going to show it. Yeah. Yeah. No, we know how important it is. I mean, I, we get listeners, con, you know, contributing 
their stories and their their uh, thoughts and views to us. And I mean, we hear from local people. They're like, "Well, I," and we don't even get too deep in conspiracies, really. But we're at least we're at least at some level of of awakeness that we know sort of the mainstream media is a joke. And you know, and we and we do yeah. delve into all kinds of crazy topics. But people email us and they're like, "Yeah, I don't have you know anybody to talk to about this stuff. My my family doesn't." fucking get it and my friends yeah. think I'm fucking crazy or whatever and, and really yeah. it, and it might not even be that deep of a conspiracy it's just that you don't believe what the fucking mainstream media is telling you and it's all there's an agenda yeah. behind all of it so we're like even today we're going to a, a meetup for a podcast that's fairly popular called the No Agenda Show and it's a bunch of people from Alberta just getting together because we mm-hmm. know that we all follow sort of that deconstruction of the media and we can chat about a bunch of different things together so it's it's good that you know you guys are doing that it's important yeah. i mean we're we're all doing it in a little bit in our communities but we don't have that um safe secure network that you guys are talking about we don't have somewhere to come together lads and and that's what we are doing and that's why we're bringing awake social to the market we need somewhere where all of us whether you're into you know goddamn reptilians whether you're into you know the draco and all that sort of stuff which is again like i'm not disparaging anything because i i've got a fluid belief system and geez i don't know what i believe one day for another sometimes but you know whether you're into flat earth whether you're into hollow earth whether you're into 9-11 whether you're into gmos jesus whether you're just into organic food whether you just think that you're a little bit fringe and you don't accept the mainstream narrative this is the place where everyone's going to be cool how do you plan to keep the trolls out? Are you going to have like, uh, like Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Re- this is re- your department. How are you going to keep the uh the trolls out that grams? Dan, Dan, Dan will take over here for a minute. Well, that's that is a difficult problem in some ways comparable to the whole issue of client side encryption. But what I would say is this. Um, I have a background in data mining and machine intelligence, and I've actually worked with hidden Markov models. And a lot of these troll bots are generated that way. In a lot of cases, you have an administrator that manages lots of them. You know, the Air Force, the U.S. Air Force, has software that allows, you know, one of these airmen to manage lots of these bots. So we're basically going to look for patterns. We're going to do two things. We're going to do statistical analysis on behaviors within the IP address context. And we're going to look for IP address spoofing and proxying if they try to jump around. So you have to do dual patterns. You're looking at communications patterns and you're looking at linguistic patterns. And it's complicated, but the bottom line is we think we have some good solutions. There you go, fellas. What, what, about, uh, what about human paid trolls? That's something I got sort of be in my bonnet about yeah. lately is all these fucking paid trolls that are out there. Be in your I think bonnet? I think it's really, it's really like, it's underestimated how, how much of an influence they have. Like, I mean, Hillary's paid a million bucks to, to battle, you know, to put trolls out on the, on the internet. And that's nothing. I think that's just a small slice of what's really going on, whether it's from like the skeptical community or the, or the government or whatever. There's, you know, thousands of people paid to fucking provide disinformation. Yeah. And not just the, and also just to cause dissent amongst the people. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just the, that's the major reason and to cause arguments and tension and division. So look, have uh, the, uh, that is a great point, and I'm glad you mentioned it. Go on to our Indiegogo funder lads because I want you to click on there the Wham Ombudsman. That will tell you exactly how these people will be dealt with. Uh, and we're doing it in a way that no one else will ever do it, uh, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, anything. We're basically we're giving the power to a democratic model to the people on how you know how it's dealt with. Have a look at there; it's a complex process. Dan wrote it actually. He could probably give you a little bit of a 
Uh, why don't you give it, you know, like the nutshell version, Dan, Absolutely. of how that works? And, and firstly, I'd like to say sometimes I can be a bit technical, and for that I apologize. Um, with respect to the concept of the Wham Ombudsman, it's actually rather simple. We want to provide proper recourse to our customers. We want them to have proper representation. And in truth, there's always a conflict of interest when you're making money off of people. So what we want to do is we want to allow them a voice that is not, or at least to the best of our ability, not within the conflict of interest. Does that make sense? So Have a look at the way it's, it's, policy lads. It's, 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 yeah. it's like a democratic representation for the users. Yeah. No, that's, that's sure. good. Do you have any questions on that, Darren? I'm just clicking on the wham. Ombudsman. Oh, I can't read all that right now. I mean, it's just good that that already you guys are aware that these are issues that people, you know, obviously are going to help people in that uh, in that environment. I mean, I've been on sites like you know a few years back, like on dating sites, and having to sift through the the trolls is just it's just disgusting and painful. That there's like half the people that contact you are not real people. Well, yeah. we're also thinking about a basic sheriff system. So like, and these again are going to be le- elected positions. So let's say, for example, you have two groups that produce trolls and conflict with each other. The worst case scenario is that the trolls will end up being pushed towards the sheriffs that whatever might put up with them for a while. But eventually, even the sheriffs that supposedly or purportedly might see the world the way they do is going to remove the troll. So we're going to have a kind of sheriff system. This be democratic. Yeah, that's, you know, that's true great. democracy. It's not the BS democratic, you know, stuff, but they say it's democratic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will there be any sort of hierarchy for people that have been around longer? Um, actually, we're going to make it democratic and fair. And the problem with hierarchy systems, if they're based upon longevity... Like, can I be king if I get in there right away? (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think that would work. Do you think, Jared? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I don't know. We don't like the... (laughs) I'm sorry. I was going to say, Dan's having a bit of fun over here. He's he's still struggling with the jet lag, too many Guinness and uh, and something... something I apologize yeah. for that. I wonder, is the Guinness better over there? Yeah, it is, lads. Although, although this stuff I'm getting, we're drinking this afternoon is... It has a little nitrogen dip it in it. Yeah, yeah, it's got a little ball. It's one of those damn cans, but yeah, it's Yeah, it's like it's the ones here. You open it up and the little ball goes yeah, off drop. inside it. And then it's like weird tickling yeah. your lip. <laughs> yeah, Dan loves it, actually. You know, they have only the stuff. I should have got that, but I... You know, he arrived yesterday, and and uh, he, he got out of the car that he arrived in, and I had this big case of it here on the on the on the bench for him waiting, uh, just because I thought it'd be a, a really nice Australian slash Irish greeting, uh, <laughs> a slab of beer on, on a table waiting for him. So uh, no, it's okay. We he, he's coming. He's relaxing. It's the first holiday the guy's had in I don't know how many years. A long time. I, mean, I, I got divorced a few years ago. So yeah. Um, and it's, and, I, and I've been, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, working my ass off here about twenty hours a day for the last. Uh, I don't know, it's that long. It feels so long, but uh, you know, I've got, I've got a couple of young children. I've got a three month old too. And since this, this whole thing just exploded, and uh, you know, which is great. It's really good to know, that, you know, what was that need and there's that uptake there and that already. But uh, the workload's been huge, uh, so I'm really enjoying having a, you know, a few drinks and catching up with Dan. It's really good. It's nice. really cool. Having a great day, lads. It's good to, good to speak to you on, on a day that everything's so happy. Oh, and, and, and I sent you that link there uh, with the mainstream media guy who interviewed me yesterday. That that put me on a buzz after I, I smashed him. That was great. That was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I love this. They're always going to be tricky, lads. They're not like you. They're not they're not like approaching this from an open minded, like cool perspective. It's coming from ha ah, with the mainstream media. We're going to get you. I love this comment about well, aren't your kids going to be paranoid then if two uh, awake daters get together and have kids? Yeah, no, it was great. And I said, well, you know, I said, I don't think paranoia is very useful or something like that. But I said, you know, I've got two children. I know they're going to grow up to be whole humans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if you can say the same about your kids. They'll grow up to be deluded, whatever the hell's. But anyway, I could be grotesquely blunt. And I think I would have said, did you study science in school? <laughs> but I'm horrible. I'm horrible. So what, what were some of the things that, that sort of led you guys on your journey of awakeness? Like, I know that a, a little, and I, and I don't want this to sound disparaging to people that are not sort of at this level, but I mean, we do know what it's like when you talk to people that are just sort of still sort of buying into the, the whole mainstream narrative. But um, I, like part of my thing, journey was sort of watching, uh, I mean, I've been into stuff like UFOs and all that for a while, so that was always there in the background. But watching the Zeitgeist movies really helped me sort of get to that level. And was there stuff that on your own journey that stands out? Yeah, well, I'll go first. Um, yeah, I think, well, what started for us, we saw chemtrails. We saw chemtrails uh, where we were living, uh, and I've never seen them before in my life, and they were bizarre because they happened consistently and clouded the sky, turned into nonstop grey, and then it came down and made the vision so bad you wouldn't be able to see more than 500 metres you know, on a beautiful Irish, uh, you know, field. It was absolutely ridiculous. So that's how we first got into it. So we first, you know, went into like the Dane Whittington stuff, you know, what in the hell and who, you know, I was uh, why in the hell and, uh, and what in the hell are they spraying us? Uh, when from there, yeah, we went actually, one of the other really good works that I really enjoyed was the uh, uh, All Wars of Bankers Wars. Mm-hmm. I thought that, that's fantastic. I can't remember who it is. The guy who narrates it, it's the, the radio speaker over there. Uh, and and that's, a, that's a fantastic quick doco. And then, you know, Zeitgeist and stuff like that. So the illusion of money and uh, and how, you know, the central banking system operates. Mm-hmm. Uh, geez, that, I mean, if that's not an eye-opener for that, guess what? You're a slave. Uh, if that's not an eye-opener for that one fact, that, you know, there is, there is private individuals who own all the central banks of the world, uh, you know, especially the Western world. They own all the central banks of the world. They own the right to make money up out of their asses And lend and it we, to the government. Oh, the, and, and they issue it to the governments of yeah. our country. Yeah. It's yeah. fake money made up, which has no backing, means nothing, and is made up, and it's made up at interest. And yeah. you can never pay the, the interest back. Because you've got to go to them for this fake money, which is printed at interest, and you can never pay that interest back because you've got to... And this is, this is why people kill themselves over here in Ireland. 9,000 people have killed themselves since the financial crash. Not a tiny little population because in a large part and the most part because of being harangued and assaulted by banksters trying to take their homes and to think that the Irish government paid off all their loans for them to those banks out of government funds that my kids and, 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 and the people of Ireland have to pay back for generations for a fake debt, which they never gave any authority for that to be, you know, to be that, that this odious debt to be taken on by the populace. And people are killing themselves made over it. And, you know, if people don't start acting now, 
Jesus. Yeah, that's that's one of the big ones for me is the banking system too. That's really to me that's the one of the highest level issues that sort of need to be banking dealt with and or talked about, right? Is the banking, yeah. Banking, farming and military are like the yeah. big three fucking yeah. education's probably right up there too. And big pharma, but Oh. oh, big farmers, geez, <laughs> that's that, that, that's the yeah, that, like, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, that's yeah, how you yeah. get my pot card, man. That's my pushback. Yeah, lads, you know, the, you know, the, it's the saddest thing, or kind of coolest thing in a way, is that right now we're in a situation where all these things that were yesterday thought of as being conspiracy theory mm-hmm. are now becoming public known fact and, and verifiable empirical fact. That's kind of cool. It's also really scary because if that's happening, all these other things, you know, that we that we kind of have the facts on and we kind of know are happening, we, we believe, but we don't have 100% sort of proof on yet, well, then we're just early adopters of these inconvenient truths. We're just people who are already cottoned on to what the hell actually, because they come out and then eventually we find out with the, with the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of, uh, you know, disclosure or, or you know, um, you know a lowering of, of security uh, grades and whatnot, we, we end up finding out what's going on and, and other, other ways through other investigative purposes. So what really is going on is, is so scary and what we even know is just got to be the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What about you, Dan? Dan just had to duck out there to go oh. and see the the, uh, the, uh, the gentleman's guys. Sorry, he, he just gave me a bit of a heads up. He had to run. It's the Guinness now. He, no. He's just not built for it. No, hey, no. I know what it's, it's like. In like 1990, I got stuck in a round of Guinness, and I was like four pints behind everybody else there. It was fucking brutal. <laughs> Oh what? I don't what's it's that? A mean? round of Guinness? Like, you know, they all they can they won't even let you buy a round in Ireland. It's crazy. And then fucking everybody's just throwing Guinness at you and I had like stacks of fucking pints. I couldn't keep oh, no, just fucking no problem. <laughs> Please don't buy me beer. Oh no. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. yeah. What a, yeah, that no, sounds but awful. Yeah. It's it's awful. It's a really good place, gents. I mean, uh, I haven't been to Canada, so I can't compare it. WestJet um, flies there now. I've actually been considered because it's always you can get to Dublin actually pretty cheap on WestJet. Oh, it's beautiful, Ireland. Like, I, stay, fi- I, stay- I see. I've seen it as low as like fucking five hundred and eighty bucks return. Wow, that's pretty good. I, st- yeah. I stayed in. Honestly, come out here. There's a, you know you can come and you can hang out in the Wham area out here in the middle of nowhere. Uh, in the countryside, you still love it. It's great. It's very green. Everything is green. I stayed in Dundalk for about three months. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez, that's that's actually quite that, yeah. That's pretty country. Yeah, stayed. That's about seven for seven three months. From, did you uh, say? Yeah, I was in in Dundalk for three months. Yeah. What did you do to deserve that? I was just traveling around Europe at the time and just stayed in, and I met, I was with a friend and we stayed with another friend in Ireland. I just sort of got a job dishwashing to sort of stall my, you know, my departure back to Canada, I guess, really. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was good. good. Yeah. Ireland's a really cool, everyone's really laid back, but this is actually, this is kind of the sad thing. They're a little bit too laid back. And I don't know whether to put it down to fluoridation or mostly social <laughs> engineering. No, really, you know, like the, the people have been, and I'll tell you this historically, and you can research what I'm saying here. There's been many people and parties that have been wary of the Irish for a long time and, and with the good cause. The Irish are punchy, fighty bastards, and I'm proud to call myself part Irish, and my, my, my kids are Irish. Dan here is Irish descended himself, and, and, and so many people are over there, in the, you know, in, in, in Canada and the States too. And, and they have been 
fecked around by everyone, everywhere, always for so long that they, you know, like they just and and they, and they had so many right reasons to be upset, uh, you know, with the way they've been treated. They were even sold as slaves. You may not know this. They were sold before they wanted to go and stealing freaking black black people from their homeland. They were selling Irish people as slaves. One of the reasons they went and started, you know, kidnapping black people from goddamn Africa is because of, you know, that they, they found that the, 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 they weren't hardy enough. The uh, the, the white bloody uh, Irish slaves weren't hardy enough, so they had to go and upgrade their what their model. You know, so this is the, they've been just as down for. You don't even hear this sort of stuff, but they were sold into slavery. The Irish, you know, and yeah, you know, a lot of the ones that are overseas now are descended from those peoples, and you know, they've been down for it for a long time. And it's like uh, they've changed the vernacular here. So that people are so easygoing. It's kind of like when I lived in Japan. They'll do anything to avoid a verbal confrontation or to disagree with you. Wow. You know? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's really crafty. I've noticed it since living here, you know, and, and knowing like my, my, my wife's Irish, you know, from she's like American Irish. Um, uh, well, sorry, that's strange. She was born in Ireland. Her mum's American. Her dad's Irish. Um, you know, but um, what I was going to say, so all of her family are like this too. And, you know, I'll give you the, the perfect the perfect way of summating it in one little phrase is, ah, sure, it'll be grand, which means, you know, ah, sure, it'll be grand. It sort of it can mean anything. It means sort of, ah, uh, let's don't worry about it. You know, oh, it'll be fine. But you say that, you know, even when you don't really mean it, when you know it won't be grand. You just say, ah, sure, it'll be grand. Uh, and when you know it's really not going to be, you say, ah, you know, oh, cop on, oh, you got to cop on, you know, and, oh, what can you do? Well, that's the other one. Jeez, oh, what can you do? Shit, you can do a lot. <laughs> You can do a hell of a lot, you know, but you've got to actually, you know, and I, and I put this down to, as I said, a combination of perhaps fluoridation because they flew right over here. They flew right over here like, yeah, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're just they're toxifying everyone, uh, you know, and, they, uh, and the chemtrails over here are insidious and, and, and constant. I don't know what that actually does other than dulls everyone. And the social engineering thing, to be actually able to change the vernacular to where people are super non-confrontational, that takes generations. Yeah, well, it's like the long-term effects of surrendering just to all that, uh, all that abuse over the years. It could well be that too, you know. Well, um, I guess I'm for the like Irish, it would be under the thumb of the British, and the Japan was under the thumb of the U.S. Like, could it yep. go back yeah. right to World War II? I mean, that's going to oh, be pretty further, hard further, on a further fucking. Back than that, yeah. It's going to be pretty hard on a society when you got another country occupying you, taking your soul. You know, like. I think the big thing yep. for Japan, right, was all those swords. They took all those swords that have been passed down for yeah. generations and generations. And they said, now these fucking swords that had been in Japanese families for thousands of years are sitting in the really? mantles of American soldiers because they just gave them away as trophies. Wow. Yeah, either that or they were, they were, they were broken down and melted down to make made into other things. Unfortunately, not the, the proverbial swords to plowshares, maybe something, maybe something more like swords to American heavy industry. Uh, parts, or but little robot toys. Oh, little robot, <laughs> yeah, little, <laughs> little tiny robot toys, yeah. And now we talk about bots again. Yeah, it was about bots again. Yeah, but that actually is disgusting, though. Like, I, you know, I lived in Japan for a few years, and, and oh, I don't know, lads. I've been studying martial arts since I was uh, twelve or something, and I, I <laughs> to do that. You know, that's almost like crushing the soul of a family in a way. Like, I can't even tell you. I can't, you know, we've, if you weren't Japanese and I'm not, but I, I couldn't even appreciate what pain that would cause to people. And that's like more demoralizing than is, uh, what would you call that, Dan? Well, I think it, it's it's an existentially shattering kind of thing. I mean, fundamentally, we're talking about human beings and their connection to their history. Yeah, 
And that's sort of shattering their history and saying, you're, you're, this is your history. He's your toy robot. It's a cultural insult. It really is. The other thing, too, I know that um, you asked about how we, we became awake, and I would mind yeah, 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 Dan can tell you about his. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in the military. I was in the Army um, active duty for about four years, in the reserves for about four years, and I got out of the service before 9-11. I got to say, thank God. I had a lot of friends who went, so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a bit torn. Um, I, I saw some things in the Army before 9-11 that kind of worried me. I saw some behaviors that involved, you know, and I can't say more than this, but involved some things that disturbed me. When I got out of the service, I actually dove into a lot of stuff, mostly Noam Komsky, but a lot of stuff critical of the media. But I would say that one of my big moments happened in 2014 after the coup in the Ukraine, because at, I studied Russian history in graduate school, and I, and, I, and I know enough about Russian history to know that the Russians, for the most part, have mostly been only a danger to themselves, historically. Which means if you leave them alone, they mostly leave people outside of their sphere of influence alone. But the Ukraine, for all intents and purposes, is where Russian civilization began. You know, it began, you know, more than a thousand years ago. And so when I saw all this nonsense, all this BS, all this, you know, the Ukrainian people will be saved by being members of the Eurozone, you know, and all this other crap, I thought, my God, what are we trying to do? Start World War III. And so I tried to form an anti-war protest. It didn't really, it wasn't that successful, but at least I tried. But it was one of those moments when I realized that, yes, we have people in charge and we all have theories about this. But we have people in charge that are truly sociopathic, in my opinion. Yeah, there you go. And then, and then, what happened? What what is, what happened to you after that? Like after realizing that? Well, since then, I've been trying to focus on a way to find my career to reach synthesis and I should say synergy with my beliefs. And in a lot of ways, meeting Jared is like synchronicity, and I mean that in the Jungian sense, like those rare moments when things come together. Wow. Yeah, we're that's... very glad we found each other in this, mate. You know, like uh, there's a lot that I can do very well, and there's a lot that I can't, and and it's those areas that Dan really excels, and together, and he you know, he excels in many areas. He's a very brilliant man, and I think together we can achieve a lot, and we can definitely bring what we say we can bring, and that is a safe, secure, private, all-encompassing world, for online world for the awake peoples, whoever they perceive themselves to be, and however they see themselves to be. And we need it. We need, you know, I mean, I'm not going to be sitting around here in, in five years going, oh, Jesus, the world's getting worse. Oh, we're all getting sick. Everyone's got cancer. Ah, you know, I want to see something happen. I want to see people get together. I want to see pr- productive productivity. I want to see people moving forward in the right way. And right now we're just too busy fighting. And, I, and I'd like to add briefly to what Jared said. Um, basically, I'm not a father, although I have tremendous respect for parents who are raising children these days. I have 13 nieces and nephews who I love. I'm Uncle Dan to them. And I would feel like a crappy Uncle Dan if I didn't try to do something. So here we are. <laughs> so here we are. So in that, uh, in that sort of vein of the, uh, the, the movement, what, what do you guys need like on your team? I mean, we do have a bit of global reach here, like uh, outside of cash. Like what, what else can uh, well, maybe well, someone who's got uh you know, a great mind or something that they feel they can add? Or is there anything that you guys are actively seeking right now to kind of fill a gap? Gents, there is. There's a number of things. What, you know, what we're doing is a real complex undertaking. 
So there is a number of things that we need. There's a number of people we need to, you know, engage and speak with. And it's all about trust for us too, because what we're doing is, you know, it's, 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 it's very important. And so for us, it's a lot about trust. We do need a really good 3D, a really good unity, unity program. Yeah, we need a great yeah. unity guy. Um, and that's something, and they can be ridiculously expensive and we're hoping not to, you know, spend over, you know, ridiculous amounts of money. Exactly. But, um, but you know, the, 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 so, so we need to, you know, engage with someone in that way. Um, there's, a, you know, we will likely require a bunch of white hat, uh, hackers. We've already got a few of them that we know who are, who will be attacking us like crazy, uh, to, to check out beta. Um, and so we're going to require some more of them. We likely will require more PHP people too going down the track. Uh, in saying that, there's other things that people can do and contribute and help. We need content creators. We need people just like you. We need people who maybe aren't on the same level as you and have been doing it forever, but have got their own blog or want to start their own blog, have their own interests. They have something they want to do. We, we need them on Awake Social. We need them starting from August. Uh, but we also, people who, you know, anyone who wants to contribute, uh, info at wideawakemedia.ie. Uh, send us a, you know, whether it be you want to do a song, because we've got some really creative, cool people right now networking on our Awake dating portal. And they're all there, you know, everyone's going to be ported across to Awake Social too. So that's 7,000 or by the time, you know, Awake Social's out, maybe 9,000 people or something like this will be ported straight across there as well. So they'll be able to engage there. You know, you, as I said, you're going to be able to swap and interchange, you know, services with them. If you, if you need Reiki or if you want to get some Reiki treatment or something and you're a, you're a, you're a singer-songwriter, you can make someone a tune. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's the sort of stuff we would like to, if any, any artists, creatives, uh, and you know, also graphics guys, that's something else we need, you know, like if there's someone that's really good with like HTML sort of, uh, um, damn. yes, I mean, I, I would just like to say my background for, from a software engineering perspective is full stack, but most of my background is like sort of backend data mining, heavy algorithm stuff. I do both front end and back end. but so anyways, bottom line is nothing that cool. Nothing this unbelievable is going to be done by one person. Yeah. So we're looking for people who know graphic design. We're looking for Unity programmers because we really do need a strong Unity programmer. But frankly, as Jared said, we're also looking for content because one of our visions for, for, for Cut One of Awake Social is that the publicly facing non-logged in front page will be like a dark web drudge report. So we need people who will be doing research, doing the journalism, doing the work, and then being courageous and putting it out there. Yeah. So basically just you need those accounts on there of people that are kind of adding valuable things and posting the links to them there. Absolutely. To kind of fill people's timelines as opposed to, yeah, you kind of want that base to launch with, right? The more people you have posting their blogs, posting their, gives people well, a reason to be browsing around. Yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have all the awake dating members. As I said, you know, it's like up to like nine thousand or something at the time. We're sitting at about seven thousand now, but we're, you know things are growing really fast, uh, and that's great. There's a lot of people. There's some really cool people. You know, we've got some you know really intelligent people. We've got some creatives. We've got heaps of creatives. Uh, it's a really spiritual and sound people. So they're going to be creating the content from day one because they're going to be getting access with their awake dating memberships. Uh, that being the case, uh, we, there's a lot of people who, you know, are, are a little bit sketchy on a dating site or whatever, and, and even on social sites. Um, but that's what we're, we're starting away social, obviously. But these are the people we want to attract is, you know, couples, you know, people who aren't in the singles market necessarily, but are single, uh, you know, families, whatever, grandparents, anyone, you know, anyone, 
people who, who, who have something to say, all people who want to learn. You know, it's about teaching and learning and, and sort of, you know, growing this information base together and then using that to achieve something positive on, on a real scale. Uh, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all wooden our little corners here, you know, yapping away and let's do this and, da, da, da. and it, it, you know, we, we've got no co- cohesion. And that, I think, in a large part is due to, you know, it's great. The ubiquity of the internet's fantastic to come across information. It's not that easy really to come together. And so there needs to be that sort of central point where people can do it in a free, and it has to be safe. It has to be secure. It has to be private. And uh, that's, why, that's why we're doing this. We need to have somewhere to come together, lads. And so it'll be really, it, it's, it's coming. There's, there's, you know, we are building this now. We are building this now. Dan's literally arrived here from the States yesterday uh, to be with us here in Ireland uh, to, to live in the same village. He's, you know, in this little, little village we've got here tucked away in the, in the middle of the hills uh, to work on this full time. And we're going to be working seven days a week on this. Uh, and we're bringing, as I said, a rough version to, to market pretty damn soon in a few weeks just so our Awake Dating members can toy with. And you guys get on there, uh, you know, throw around some content, have some cracks, see what's going on. Uh, and then, we, as I said, info at wideawakemedia.ie. Anyone who wants to be involved, any more information, uh, any alternate media producers out there too, because right now I've been interviewed by goddamn that many, you know, mainstream media people and they're all, you know, they are what they are and, and they're not my people. So I want to speak to some real people. If there's any other people who want, you know, to talk about what we're doing, uh, to talk about anything, you know, we're, we're pretty sound and we're, we're happy to get on there and, uh, and have a go. So. Yeah. Will there be any sort of option for, uh, because I think, uh, I mean, a ton of our Twitter followers would probably be interested in something like this. I know it's um, seven bucks a year. Will there be any sort of like 30-day trial or you can offer a trial period for people to jump on board and kind of hook them in? Well, what we might do is we might offer the, the, the very early beta that comes out in a few weeks before August. So we might offer something and we might offer that available for like, you know, like close to a month that will end up being, um, you know, it, it, you know, actually it'll be, it'll be like, uh, let me think, it'll be a couple of weeks or something. We'll, we, what we can do is something like that. We haven't because of our, our, our initial rolling on cost from here is going to be massive. Uh, so we need to get some capital together and I don't want to be hitting up the awake dating members for massive money. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I, at the moment, I think the wake dating memberships are like, they're, they're 22 bucks for a year. And that, that's for both portals. You get, you know, awake dating and awake social uh, for a year, but awake social is only seven bucks. Um, you know, seven bucks is not a big ask for what we're going to be able to do. This is the reality of it. We, we will be offering it. As I said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to do something to get people on there free. We did that with awake dating. It's still free now. Uh, you know, it's good to open it up like that so people get on and mess around and see the value there before they have to spend their money. It's, it's better than the, the, the competition where, you know, I won't go in there. But basically, yeah, as I told you guys before the show, you know, getting hit up by fake bots about people and uh, trying to be charged 40 bucks a month for a dating site full of bots is a bit harsh. But... Yeah, so I suppose that we're going to wind it up here, guys. So I can hear my kids upstairs. I have to get up there and help out the wife. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks heaps for your time for, for having us on the show. Um, I hope that we've explained a little bit about what we're doing here. And if anyone's got any questions, just get in touch. Have a look at the Indiegogo campaign, uh, and, and, I'll, and I'll be speaking to you guys, you know, over the next week. And I'll let you know what we can do to help some of your members and the people that, that you, you know you're working with now be a part of this. Uh, you know, in, in an easy, easy sort of fashion. So we'll work something out that for the, there for that too. Yeah, um, for sure. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, keep in touch for sure because we had, we had a couple guests on recently. Like uh, I come to mind that we're building similar communities, like the Corbett Report, like James Corbett, and then uh, Joseph Farrell, who's yeah, got these his, are guys who would probably love to get in. With yeah, stuff and like they're this. putting out weekly content about and the they've already news, got, and they come with followings too. Yeah, yeah so that's right. Yeah, so maybe and we, we can. Would- yeah, we've got another one more content creator we know of. Uh, I spoke to you about before. Is a guy uh, Ryan from the Last American Vagabond. He gets, he puts out some really good content. He's got some good guys working for him, and so we need to network with more of these uh, content creators because they're going to be the people who are making this place. Uh, and, and these content creators, obviously, we can comp memberships for people who are going to be, uh, you know, the ones who are going to be you know, leading the leading the fray and getting it all out there. Obviously, uh, you know, eventually, content creators in, in, in the WAM world are all getting paid. Uh, you know, it's not, you know, they won't be paying. So that's what we're moving towards. But, you know, you have to monetize these models to make them work. The reason why we're not, nothing's working out there right now is because the business model's bad. Uh, and, and unfortunately, you've got to work with the right business model to be actually able to to reach the right amount of people and, and to perhaps actually change stuff, to, to build that momentum and get enough people on board. Um, we're just going to try, lads. We're going to do the best we can to make somewhere it's exciting to come to that you want to be a part of and you know that you're, you're safe you're secure and, and, and people are going to understand you and you can be open. Right on, guys. Appreciate the effort and, and enjoy the, your evening there in Ireland and uh, enjoy your stay there, Dan. Thank you. And I really, thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Keep in touch when this thing, uh, you know, for when this thing actually goes uh, full steam ahead in August too, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it and maybe we'll have you guys on for a quick little blurb. That's lovely, guys. Yeah. Thanks so much. You have a good one now. Okay. Bye-bye. See you now. Bye. Ciao. And that was our chat with Wide Awake Media. Right on. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of excited, actually, about a, a new, new social network where yeah, maybe, you don't, maybe you'll be brave enough to have your own account. Uh, I will have my own account, for <laughs> there sure. There you go. <laughs> Gray America, finally see the light. Gray America, yeah, that's a good one. Maybe I should, yeah, do that. Hashtag. Hashtag Gray America. There'll be an at instead of a Oh, that's what I forgot to ask. What, about Twitter? Or? If there'd be a... Uh, character how the i wonder how it's the interface is going to work the closer to facebook or twitter <clears throat> i don't or think it's, it's a whole new thing yeah i think it's a whole new thing i was going to ask about virtual reality space like do they have a you know a portal for vr meetups that'd be pretty cool vr right? meetups yeah v oh. virtual yeah. reality like yeah, put yeah. your goggles on and yeah. meet up Geez, you can even have VR sex meetups too. Then I guess on that. Was so that your battery flashlight? Uh, yeah, and whoever else is you're having, what they're you're, doing. You're gonna have a VR side. fucking flashlight. <laughs> so you're not controlling it. Well, I mean, I don't know. It how would that be works, like hooked to sure the wall that... on a robot stick, and someone else controls it with their mouse. No, that would be like yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> look at how excited you are. What if that guy controlling it on the other end is some chubby dude eating nachos, getting paid? Well, I think these guys would keep those types of people. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the security comes in. Yeah, well, that's, uh, yeah, it'll be good. We'll be on there in some capacity for sure. Yeah, totally. Creating content for them, absolutely. It's another place to share the content, so why not? Yeah, it was a great chat. Yeah. Good on those guys for having some Guinness. Um, big thanks to everyone who helped us through the upgrade program. That was done by now. But uh, we still do need some monthly subscribers. So head over to grimerica.ca support. 
and uh, join the ranks of the people that help keep the wheels turning over here. And, of course, uh, those who can't provide monetarily, we always love your stories to prov- help us provide content. Um, you can... Uh, you can send stuff to the P.O. Box. We've, now we've expanded our art um, to anyone. Send in your episode art. Uh, I'm going to make a nap at grimerica.com email address today. Um, so by the time this comes out, yeah. So by not, everything's running by now, actually. You can make a nap while I take a nap. <laughs> You'll be driving. Um, so yeah, email your episode art to napacreamerica.com. Um, I don't know where you go to find out who's coming up yet, but oh well, that, we're gonna do that on the. I'll, I'll put that out on the website uh, this weekend. Be on backstage, so, yeah, I'll use the backstage one, and I'll just I'll just put out who who's coming up. I won't give dates and all that, but I'll put sort of who's in the upcoming schedule and who's about to be released, maybe, or I don't know how I'll I'll separate it out, but yeah. So send your oh, backstage is gone. You took away backstage. No, it's still there, isn't it? No, it's gone. So I will. Uh, <laughs> Did I really? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> huh. Yeah, we'll figure it out. If you're if you if you want to do art, you can always just spam Graham, and he'll tell you who's coming up next until we figure out a way to streamline it. Yeah, and then Napoleon uh, will just be. Picking, uh, or he's gonna, or I'll share that. Maybe I'll share that with Nap, and he can he can take care of yeah. it. He's offered to kind of take control of that area for us, um, so that we're not stuck making the tough decisions. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends about the show, and we will see you next week. Wide awake, dreaming, dreaming, wide awake. 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 Wide awake, dreaming. Wide awake. Wide awake. Dreaming, dreaming, wide awake. I said, wide awake, 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 dreaming, dre
Conspiracies and high paranoia Here comes another show for ya They're the kings of America They're the kings of America Everybody listen to Darren and Graham <laughs> 